Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Welcome back. This is Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. This week, worry makes us miserable and uncomfortable, but many worriers claim it keeps them prepared and safe from harm. And in a way, it does, but not in the way you'd think. So, is it possible to stop worrying? And what if worry is part of who you are? Because you know you're a worrier if you live by Mad-Eye Moody's exhortation for constant vigilance, or if you identify with the heroes of Disney's oddly recurring theme of anxious fish, like Flounder from The Little Mermaid or Marlin from Finding Nemo, or if you relate to fear from Inside Out. But that one's almost too easy. Anyway, regardless of which worrier you relate to, you are in good company. One third of Americans will struggle with an anxiety disorder in their lifetime. That's over 100 million people. Now, for something so common, worry is somewhat of an enigma, because sometimes worry can seem like the good guy. We credit it with helping us to get motivated, to stay on top of things, and we have a plan B and C and D ready to go. Indeed, for those of us wired to worry, anxiety is familiar and oddly reassuring. But more often, anxiety is the bad guy. We can't turn off our brain. We lie awake long after it's time to wind down, get stuck in our heads when we should be in the moment, and overthink everything from our career path to whether or not we should pay 30 cents extra for an organic onion. Now, worry is also exhausting. Worry's partner in crime is physical tension. Show me someone who worries, and I'll show you someone with back pain, GI problems, a clenched jaw, or chronic headaches. And if that isn't enough, the way we cope with worry can exacerbate the problem. Stress eating, bugging our partner for reassurance, frantic attempts to distract ourselves. Even our healthy coping can get hijacked by worry. Am I doing meditation right? Does this pacing count as exercise? So why on earth do we bother? Why does your mother-in-law fret about everything? Why does your boyfriend freak out over nothing? Why do we worry so much? Well, let's answer that question. Worry serves a very important purpose. It allows us to avoid our negative feelings. So for example, do you know someone who, when criticized, gets angry instead of hurt? Or someone who, when they hear bad news, feels guilty instead of sad? It's common to swap one negative emotion for another that's easier to deal with. And as unpleasant as anxiety is, it's often preferable to feeling other negative emotions like grief, shame, sadness, or despair. 
Now, a slightly different interpretation comes from a study in the journal Behavior Therapy, which posits that worriers are hypersensitive to jolts of negative emotion and that worry acts as a buffer. So even though worry keeps worriers in a state of constant negativity, it shrinks the jarring and excruciating gap they have to bridge. So rather than feel good and then be blindsided with uncomfortable negative emotion when the other shoe inevitably drops, worriers can stay in a prepared state of low-level distress. It's protective even if it's uncomfortable. In other words, worry is the rock that goes skipping over the surface of late catastrophe rather than sinking into the depths. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. So with that, how can we stop worrying? Here are three tools of varying power. So first, I'm going to give you a can opener. Next, I'll give you a cordless drill, and we'll end with a big old chainsaw. So tip number one is make time to worry. All right, even though this is the least intensive of the three tips, this tool serves a great function. Simply set aside part of your day for worrying. So think of it this way. Worry is a goldfish that grows as big as the tank you put it in. So by limiting the amount of time you allow yourself to worry, your worries stay small rather than taking up your whole day. So pick a time, maybe your afternoon commute or the three o'clock slump or right after dinner and use it as your worry time. Keep your tank small so your worry can't grow. Then when worries bubble up outside of your designated time, ask yourself, can I do something about this right now? If you can, take action. If you start to worry that you forgot to pay your credit card bill, pay it. If you just fought with your partner and you're worried you hurt their feelings, apologize. But if you start to worry that you'll die alone or that your kid could be in a school shooting or that you're going to end up with dementia, there's nothing you can actively do in the moment. So punt it. Kick those thoughts to your worry time. And chances are, when worry time rolls around, you'll have forgotten about those disruptive thoughts or, at the very least, they will have lost their urgency. So think of delaying worrying as the best kind of procrastination. You assign yourself a task to do later, but that task usually disappears on its own. And if it sticks around, go ahead and worry about it for a few minutes. The point of worry time isn't to suppress worries and never have them. The point is to contain the worry 
so it doesn't contaminate your life like an oil spill. Tip number two is experiment with acting confident and decisive. Okay, we all have that friend who goes through life rolling with the punches. Any way the wind blows, they bend without breaking. Now, that friend may have some of their own problems. They might miss out because they didn't plan ahead. Their spontaneity can sometimes bleed over into impulsivity. Or people might get mad because they can forget to follow through on promises. But anxiety isn't one of their problems. So when you're sick of feeling anxious, you've sunk eight hours into researching which slow cooker to buy, you won't let yourself hit send on that job application even though you've checked it for typos 15 times, or you're worried your partner is dead because you haven't heard from them for four hours, ask yourself what that friend would do. And then try it on for size. Do what your non-anxious friend would do. This will feel wrong at first, but here's the benefit. Experimenting with non-anxious behavior forces you to try on a more flexible way of thinking and acting. And once you've road tested researching slow cookers for only 10 minutes, checked your job application over just twice, and texted your partner only after you haven't heard from them all day, you realize your worry wasn't keeping you safe after all. You were safe all along. And finally, tip number three is lean into the worst case scenario. Okay, here is that chainsaw I promised you. This tool is not for the faint of heart, but it gets the job done. Okay, time to go deep. A picture is worth a thousand words, correct? So try this. To break yourself out of the shallow, verbal, what-if realm of worry, actually imagine the worst-case scenario. Picture whatever you fear vividly, in great detail, as if it were the worst scene in your personal horror movie. Go big! If you're worried you'll end up alone, picture yourself alone in a depressing apartment on Christmas with no one to call. If you're worried you'll end up a failure, picture yourself living under a bridge. If you're worried about health or safety, don't necessarily picture the car accident or the moment you're diagnosed with cancer. Instead, picture the worst case scenario of the grief and loss that follows. You'll know you found the right image if it brings a tear to your eye. And once you've found it, picture it in your mind's eye as vividly as possible and sit for five minutes with the big, yucky emotions it brings up. Set a timer so you're not tempted to throw in the towel. Then do it again and again. The next day, rinse and repeat. Do it until it gets boring. Because it will. As horrifying as this exercise is at the outset, after all, who wants to picture themselves sad, alone, filled with regret, grieving, or having failed? Only the first couple of times really sear your soul. After that, one of two things will happen. Either your brain will realize your horror movie would never actually happen, you'd take action before things got that far, or your brain will get bored with the repetition that never comes to fruition. Psychologists call this imagery exposure. It's a doozy and best done with a trained mental health professional. Not because it's dangerous, it's not, but because it's good to have someone help you troubleshoot and keep you on task. So to wrap it all up, we worry because we'd rather feel bad then worse. But if we roll back the worry, we realize feeling bad wasn't keeping us safe after all. And maybe, just maybe, it's okay to let ourselves feel good. It's easier said than done, but in other words, don't worry, be happy. 
Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Last week, the paperback of How to Be Yourself, Quiet Your Inner Critic and Rise Above Social Anxiety entered the world. So my mission is to make evidence-based psychology accessible, especially today when mental health care is needed but out of reach for so many people. So from your emails and posted reviews, I am delighted that you found it helpful. And if you liked it, please recommend the book or audiobook to one friend or family member who you think could benefit as well. Because even in the age of digital everything, an old-fashioned word-of-mouth recommendation is still the best review you can give. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Three great words. Free Fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 1231.24. Excludes tax must update rewards. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.